Hey guys, it's Simmy, and this is Rustling Unlimited, as it's Friday, and tonight was Friday Night Smackdown. As far as tonight's Friday Night Smackdown does go, it's kind of a noteworthy show, if I'm going to say so, to be completely honest. We probably know the main event, actually we don't probably, pretty sure we know the main event of Crown Jewel. We got new general managers, like WWE is going back to the general manager thing. Adam Pierce, general manager of Raw, Nick Aldis, general manager of SmackDown, which means two former NWA World Heavyweight Champions are running Raw on SmackDown, which is really cool. Kevin Owens is back on Frank on SmackDown. I don't know why I said Flack Lound. Flack Lound. Can't speak right now. Daffy Duck. <laughs> Anyways, Kevin Owens back on SmackDown. Dominic had a great segment with Triple H and Adam Pierce. Triple H. Adam Pierce didn't really do much there. And a bunch of other stuff. Great SmackDown. This felt good. Jade was on the show and said her first words on a WWE program, I believe. She may have said something on SmackDown, but correct me, maybe if I'm wrong. I know she said hi to Shawn Michaels and shook his hand or whatever. And when she met Triple H on Fastlane, it was muted. There was no audio for them. I think it was the same with Shawn. There was no audio coming from them. But tonight, Charlotte actually said, I know who you are to Jade, which is a huge rub right out of the gate for your biggest woman star or second biggest woman star, depending on if you put Becky at the top or Charlotte at the top. But for one of your biggest women star to go, I know who you are and you haven't even been here yet. So that was huge. But overall, I thought this was a really good episode of Friday Night Smackdown. And we'll get into it in just a couple of moments. With that, I want to say thank you for joining me here. Twitch.tv forward slash PWUnlimited. YouTube.com forward slash Pro Wrestling Unlimited. And podcast services all around the globe like Stitcher, Spotify, Google Pod, App, Pod, Anchor, iHeartRadio, and so much more. Remember, if you are watching live on Twitch, you can help us out a couple of different ways. You can either help us out by hitting that donate button down below or by donating Twitch bits in the live chat. Also, remember, you can help us out by subscribing to the channel one of two different ways. You can either subscribe with a tiered subscription... Got something here is itchy for some reason. Subscribe for a day. You can subscribe with a tier subscription, just like esports gaming rules recently did, or with Amazon Prime. Because remember, if you have Amazon Prime, then you have Prime Gaming. Prime Gaming gives you a lot of cool things like free games, free stuff for games, and you always get one free subscription to any Twitch channel you want to subscribe to throughout the month. And I'd greatly appreciate it if you did right here. Pro Wrestling Unlimited. Also remember, head over to YouTube, hit that join button, and become a channel member. Finally, head over to the Epic Game Store. Head over to the Epic Game Store and buy something. Whether you're buying a new game like Lords of the Fallen, Assassin's Creed, Mirage, or Wild Alan Wake 2, claiming the free games, Blazing Sales, or Cube Ultimate Bundle, use this code right here. PW Unlimited at checkout, and you will be supporting us at no extra cost. Getting into Fortnite, Rocket League, Fall Guys. Again, use this code. P-W-U-N-L-I-M-I-T-E-D. New season of Fortnite is dropping soon. They're going all the way back to season one in season five. Or chapter one in season five. I don't know. They're doing some time machine, time warp. Let's go back in the future thing. It's going to be fun. It's going to be cool. It's a short season. You're going to want to use this code when you're getting that battle pass. If there is a battle pass for the next season of Fortnite. Again, it's code pwu N-L-I-M-I-T-E-D for all Epic Games and Epic Game Store purchases. Also, go to the Epic Game Store, download Disney Speedstorm. It's better than Mario Kart and use our code. 
As far as SmackDown does go, SmackDown comes on the air, and the 16-time world champion John Cena makes his way out. John Cena reminded everyone that tonight is a big night and welcomes everybody to the season premiere of SmackDown. And as soon as he says that, out comes the tribal chief, Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns comes out, takes his time coming down to the ring. We realize, oh, Paul Heyman's got a die job. Paul Heyman's hair is no longer as gray as it was on Tuesday on NXT. Paul Heyman has dyed his hair. And he comes down with Paul Heyman and Solo Sokoa. No Jimmy. He gets in the ring and says, John Boy, Hollywood, if you're going to open my show, you better do it the right way. And then he says, Tulsa, acknowledge me. Reigns then said that Cena was a coward. And Cena showed up only because Reigns took a leave. Reigns was like, Reigns said that Cena isn't the GOAT. And in fact, the GOAT is Roman Reigns. Reigns told Cena to leave. And if he doesn't, Reigns will make Cena leave. Cena chimed in and goes, whoa, 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 whoa. You're saying a bunch of stuff there with a lot of energy in this building. Cena said that I wasn't here to challenge you or anything. I'm going to throw a curveball at you. I was here to acknowledge you because you've been a champion for well over 1,100 days. He said the number. I can't remember. I didn't write it down. And he said that is the greatest accomplishment. That makes you one of the greatest of all time. I don't care what the announcers say or anything. That's great right there. Cena said that he wasn't, and he said, but as far as me challenging you, I haven't earned it. But this man has. L.A. Knight. Crowd goes, L.A. Knight. Yeah. He gets the big pop, the big reaction. Roman's looking around. Doesn't know what to think. Knight played it up to the crowd. Basically, he told uh, Roman Reigns, Hey, I finally get to see me in person, huh? And he said, it's L.A. Knight's time and handed Knight the microphone while the crowd chanted his name. Knight said, let me talk to ya. And Knight asked Reigns if he was pissing his pants yet. I like that line. He looks right at Roman and goes, you pissing your pants yet? Knight said that Reigns is nothing more than a man standing in his way. Knight introduced himself to Reigns via the crowd and said, Chant my name, L.A. Knight, yeah, or however it was he doing. He was like, yeah, something like that, something like that. The crowd keeps chanting, L.A. Knight, L.A. Knight. Reigns then mocks Knight for the crowd knowing Knight's name now. Knight asked, uh, Reigns asked Knight, quote, Who the hell do you think you are standing in my ring right now? Reigns then stated, no, Knight then took off his sunglasses. Also, really cool shot that the cameraman got. He zoomed right in on LA Knight's face, and the glasses are so reflective that you saw Roman Reigns back in both lenses. It was great. It was a great shot. But Knight took the glasses off and got serious. Knight said talking like this is a good way to get himself referred to in the past tense, referring to Roman. Knight ranted and then was attacked by Jimmy Uso. Reigns looked up. A little perplexed, a little shocked that Jimmy ran down there and did so. I don't think that was part of the plan. 
Knight then quickly rebounded as John Cena's in the corner. Solo's looking at John, and John's like, I never had nothing to do with this. Uh-huh. I don't want to fight. Nope. 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 You do you. You do you. He's like, got his hands up and everything in the corner as Solo's like, mm. John's like, nope. Uh-uh. I don't want any. So, Jimmy goes after LA Knight when he gets up. LA Knight grabs Jimmy, throws him out of the ring. Reigns and Knight then stare at one another as Heyman yells, this is not what you want, don't do it. Roman gets out of the ring, Solo follows, and as they start to walk up the ramp, Roman said, Solo, go take care of that. Solo walks down and gets on the apron. Roman's watching from the stage, or from the ramp. Solo then finally looks at LA Knight and goes, I'm going to take care of this, you, me, later tonight. And the live crowd probably didn't hear that. So LA Knight grabs the mic and goes, I don't know if y'all speak moron or not, but he asked for a match. Him and me tonight, I accept. So, great opening segment. Setting everything up, setting up the main event. Setting up possibly the main event for Crown Jewel, which I assume it is, but they haven't officially said. So then, they say after the break, we're getting the return of Pretty Deadly. It's Pretty Deadly. We'll be taking on the Brawling Brutes. We come back and everything's dark. And a disembodied voice explained that Elton Prince has been injured. Prince was shown in a wheelchair with Wilson pushing. They said, but Prince has recovered miraculously or something like that. And he struggles, struggles, and gets up. And they're like, yes, boys. And they go down to the ring to have the match with the Brawling Brutes. Bridge and Butch. Also, have we not seen Sheamus since the Edge match? Correct me if I'm wrong. I don't know if we've seen Sheamus since the Edge match. There may have been one other time, but I can't remember. When was... Hold on. I think it was. I think it was. Jameis. Now, I can tell you when his last match was. I don't know if this is. He hasn't had a match since the Edge match. That's for sure. But I don't think he's even been seen on SmackDown since. Which is weird. Very weird. Well, this was a really good match. I love Pretty Deadly. I love the Brawling Brutes. Two great tag teams. This match rocked. So, Prince and Butch began the match. Butch worked on Prince's arm and tagged in Holland. Wilson tagged in as well and worked over Will and got worked over until Butch tagged in. No, worked over Ridge until Butch tagged in. Butch landed a German suplex and a kick to Wilson's head. Wilson rolled to the outside and Butch had a splash and Butch and Butch and Holland landed 10 beats on both Wilson and Prince before the show into a commercial break. Wilson when the show returned, Wilson was beating down Butch. Prince then tagged in and kept the beatdown going. Prince set up for 10 beats on Butch, but Butch cut him off and did the finger spot. Break the fingers. Wilson tagged in and pretty deadly got control back. Ultimately, Butch fought his way out and got the hot tag to Holland, who cleaned house. Prince went to the second rope, but Holland cut him off and slammed Prince for a two. Things then broke down with Butch hitting a shining wizard on Wilson. Butch and Wilson then fought on the outside as Holland slammed Prince, who 
then sold a knee injury. Like he was actually, it was like the knee and the back. He was saying both were hurting. Referee kept pushing Holland back, pushing Holland back. She's checking on him. She's like, hey, we're going to might need a little uh, help here. I don't know what's really going on. We might need someone to come down. We might need some assistance. Like she's calling to the back. I'm like, oh my God, they're getting me because I thought this was real. All of a sudden, Kit Wilson is up on the apron. He kind of takes a couple steps, jumps and kicks Butch in the back of the head. Wilson then rolls him up. One, two, three. Pretty deadly. Gets the win. Uh, yes, boy. So there we go. Elton Prince does pin Ridge Holland to get the victory. So in the back, Caleb Braxton is interviewing Carlito. He asks Carlito, how do you feel about being back in WWE? He's like, well, uh, there's only one, one word that can describe it. Cool. Bobby Lashley then steps in frame. He's like, ah, you got an apple. You got an apple. No shocker there. Uh, he says, I haven't seen you in a long time since like way back in the day on SmackDown here when I was beating you up. Bobby tries to go for a handshake. Carlito didn't shake it. Instead, he wants his first match on SmackDown to be against Bobby Lashley. Bobby's like, yeah, well, uh, if you see here, I'm not ready to fight. I ain't got no gear on. I'm got a suit. And all of a sudden you hear, ka! And it's a chair cracking over the back of Carlito as the Street Profits attack. They put the boots to Carlito before Adam Pierce finally runs in and breaks everything up. He's calling for referees and officials to check on Carlito. Apparently, they're selling this like Carlito almost got killed. Because we go to commercial, we come back, and they're still checking on Carlito. Like, Carlito's down, not moving. He's like, ah, he's kind of moving, but not really. Like, the LWO's there. Dragon Lee is there. They're all checking on him. Bailey walks up. And she's like, Adam, I got to talk to you. Adam, what's going on? Um, we're supposed to have this celebration for EO, and you're over here dealing with this. He's like, I got bigger problems, Bailey. And then Zelina gets in her face. She's like, hey, you see, the, you know, he's hurt, and this and that, da 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 And Bailey's like, I don't care about you, you pipsqueak. And finally, they're all, and Pierce is like, enough. And they're like, whoa. He's like, Charles, can you please escort this lady and uh, this lady to the ring? Because they're going to have a match right now if they don't want to stop. And so that's set up. Bailey versus Zelina Vega for up next. But not quite up next because we go to Roman Reigns first. Roman Reigns and the Bloodline are shown backstage. Jimmy Uso told Reigns about how he can call an audible when needed. Reigns asked Jimmy, think you're the quarterback? And if you do, what would you do in this situation? Jimmy said he'd get Jay and Reigns. Get Jay and Reigns noted how much it bothers him that Ray or the Jay is a tag team champion with Cody. He said the longer he is a tag team champion, the longer he is disrespecting our family. The longer he is out there doing that, that's the, that's the longer he is putting a bad name on our family. Reigns then asked Jimmy, can you handle that? And Jimmy said, yeet. And Roman didn't like the yeet. Didn't like the yeet at all. Wanted a fist bump. Then we got Bailey versus Zelina Vega. Match went about two and a half minutes. It was fine for what it was. It was short and not much to it, though. Um, give me one second. A good question. Has Carlito and Bobby Lashley ever worked a match one on one? Huh. That's a really good question. 
Not that I'm seeing. Wait, wait, wait. What is this? What is this? Hold on. Maybe. May have been a house show match, though. Um, Give me one second. Okay. Here we go. They've only ever been... So, we have... The Fastlane match. The 2021 Royal Rumble they were both in. And in 2006, they were both in a battle royal together. Other than that, they have never shared the ring together. Battle of Cage match. Yeah, other than that, they have never shared the ring together. Other than Fastlane last weekend. The 2021 Royal Rumble. And I don't even know if they were in at the same time or not. And then a battle royal on, I don't even know when this match took place. Jul June seventh, two thousand and six, WWE versus ECW head to head was the name of the event on the USA Network. Huh. That match was main evented by John Cena and Sabu. Match also saw Edge take on Tommy Dreamer. In an Extreme Rules match. Mickey James versus Jazz. And Rob Van Dam versus Rey Mysterio. Oh, okay. As far as Bailey and Zelina do go. Bailey mocked how short Zelina was. Calling her a pipsqueak. Vega ran Bailey into a corner. And hit an arm drag. Vega went for a head scissors. But Bailey cut her off at the clothesline. Bailey went for the Bailey to belly. But Vega countered and eventually hit a 619. Corey Graves tried to make some joke. Where he's like, oh, that's like 4.5. Or something. I don't know. Whatever. He, Try to make a joke of doing less than 6.9. I don't know. The joke didn't land. Vega hit the first part, but then was distracted by Dakota Kai. Vega followed it up with a Meteor for a two. Excuse me. Leo Sky then distracted the referee, and Vega tended to that. As a result, Bailey took advantage, hit the Rose Plant, and got the victory. After the match, Sky and Bailey attacked Vega until Charlotte Flair would run out and clear the ring of damage control. So there we go. Charlotte makes the save, but Zelina does not win. Bailey picks up the victory. Then we get a huge Triple H segment. <clears throat> well, Triple H makes his way out to the ring, and Adam Pierce is already in the ring. The crowd is excited, chanting, Triple H, Triple H, Triple H. And Triple H says, you know, I'm going to be honest, I've missed that. Hunter said that it was an electric-sounding, feeling crowd here tonight. Hunter said the WWE is on their way to Crown Jewel, and just around the corner from that, Survivor Series. Hunter said it all starts tonight with a season premiere of Friday Night SmackDown. Hunter then says, one of the men has been an unsung hero for the last three years here in WWE is this man right here, Adam Pierce. Now, I've called Adam down here to the ring. He doesn't know why he's out here, but I have called him to the ring to talk to him. He said, Pierce has done an incredible job as WWE official, overseeing both Raw and SmackDown, a job that not one man should be doing. A job that he has done so well that he has deserved now promotion. And a job that he will no longer have to do by himself. Understood that Pierce 
is now the new general manager of Monday Night Raw. He then said, well, you know what that means? We need a general manager of SmackDown. And out comes Dominic Mysterio. Dirty Dom makes his way out to the ring with microphone. Dom gets booed out the building. Where you can barely hear him. And Dom talks about the Judgment Day getting screwed for the tag titles. Hunter said that, I can't hear you. He goes, man, I always thought they piped in those boos, but it's actually pretty loud once you actually get out here and hear it. I thought that was, oh my God, did that pop me so hard. He's like, I thought they always piped in the noise. Nope, when you're out here, you actually hear it, and it's loud. <clears throat> so Dom kept, you know, whining and crying, saying, it's not fair <clears throat> that Cody and Jay are defending the tag titles tonight when they have to defend them on Monday against Judgment Day. Like, they shouldn't be defending them before the Judgment Day match, which is like, why? What does it matter? And Triple H basically like, okay, well, uh, <clears throat> you have a problem with what's booked on tonight's show, well, then you may want to talk to the new general manager of SmackDown. Oh, yeah, the new general manager of SmackDown is Nick Aldis. Hey, Nick, you're over there. I'm like, that was kind of anticlimactic. Nick Aldis is just all of a sudden standing over in front of the uh, um, announce table. That was kind of just weird the way he was just like, we may want to speak to the new general manager of SmackDown. Oh, and that's Nick Aldis. Nick's over there. Or something like that. And I'm just like, mm, that's a weird, a weird way to do it. Nick Aldis don't get music or an entrance or anything. The crowd seems a little confused. Aldis did get some applause, but not a pop or nothing. Aldis then shook Dom's hand and was like, Hey, very nice to meet you. I'm a big fan of your father. I laughed at that one hard. Like that popped the crowd too. Aldis said that his first official act as general manager was completing the trade that Cody Rhodes made to get Jey Uso over to SmackDown. And that means we need somebody to come over here for Friday Night SmackDown. Oh no, getting Jay to Raw, and we need someone to come here to SmackDown. Dom cuts him off and's like, I don't care about any of that. I got a problem of my own. They're still booing, they're still booing, and then I don't know, I don't know, out comes Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens makes his way out to the ring. He's got his Just Keep Fighting t-shirt on with the duct tape deal, but the duct tape's in blue instead of gray because it's SmackDown. It's blue. Like it. Want it. Need to get it. And so he comes down to the ring, jumps in, immediately gives a stunner to Dom. Aldous shakes his hand, raises his arm. Let me cut backstage. Go backstage to a pretty funny segment with the bloodline. <clears throat> But to wrap all that up, Adam Pierce, new general manager of Raw, Nick Aldis, new general manager of SmackDown, Kevin Owens, now on SmackDown instead of Raw. That means they have split Kevin and Sammy. Don't know why, but they have. So we go backstage, and Roman was shaking his head at the addition of Kevin Owens to SmackDown, like, what the hell is he doing here? What is he doing here? Reigns just said, Jay, Cody, and Kevin running around my show? He looks at Jay and says, so, so what are you doing? Well, actually, he goes, he said, uh, Jay, Kevin, Cody, 
running around on my show. Jimmy's sitting on my couch. Jimmy's drinking a bottle of water. And when he says that, Jimmy goes, puts the water bottle down. Roman's like, so what are you doing? He's like, well, uh, uh, uh. He's like, you're sitting there drinking my water. And um, he's like, I told you the plan. Go execute the plan. Jimmy gets up. He goes to walk around Roman, and Roman just gives him a look, and he's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna call. No, I'm gonna, I'm gonna button hook it that way, and we're gonna we're gonna go this we're gonna go this way. We're gonna go this way." He walks out the door, and he's like, "Uh, let's go solo, solo, let's go." <laughs> so that was funny. I thought that was really funny. Like, don't walk in front of Roman. You climb over the couch to get out of the room. It might be a clear path around Roman. No, you don't walk in front of Roman. You climb over the couch, jump over the couch, do what you got to do, button hook, a fly hook, bada boom, you're out. He like scampered away. He goes to the door, solo, let's go. Solo, let's go. Like, uh, yes, nope, gotta go, gotta go. I thought that was funny. I, I laughed hard. We got a Dragon Lee video. Typing up more Dragon Lee. Let me go backstage with Nick Aldis, and he's there with Chelsea Green and Piper Niven. Green was saying that, you know, people think that these women's tagging tiles are cursed. I think we need new belts. Maybe belts with Italian leather. Charlie Flair then walks up. And Chelsea's like, hey, I was here first. I'm talking. And Charlotte's like, cool. Yeah, whatever. All this then turns his attention to Charlotte. And all this was like, hey, so I saw what happened at Fastlane. If it wasn't for the referee, you know, being distracted by damage control and all of that. You probably would have won the match. And Charlotte goes, I know, but I do understand. He's trying to go full babyface Charlotte here, it seems like. She's like, but I understand referee's decision is final. Nick is like, it is. But as the new general manager of SmackDown, I have authority to make matches. And next week, you will be challenging EO Sky for the WWE Women's Championship. Charlotte really liked that idea. Turned around to leave and walks right into Jade Cargill. Triple H then appears from behind Jade between the two women. And I'm like, oh, where'd he come from? They just walking around backstage together, him and Jade. Jade, his new best friend. They have Fastlane together. And now SmackDown together. Were they at Raw together too? I don't know. But Cargill and Charlotte have a couple exchanges here with Charlotte saying that she knows who Jade is. And yeah, out then comes Yeruso and Cody Rhodes to the ring for their tag title match. But I liked this. I liked Jade showing up, Charlotte acknowledging her. She ain't getting a Charlotte match anytime soon. They're going to slowly build her to Charlotte. But Charlotte acknowledging her, Charlotte referencing, I know who you are. That's big. That's big. Then we get Cody Rhodes and Jay Uso defending the tag team titles against Grayson Waller and Austin Theory. Match went almost nine and a half minutes. It didn't feel that long. It didn't feel anything special. Didn't feel like anything special at all. Unfortunately, it's a Cody Rhodes and a Jey Uso match that I didn't care about. Which, really sad to say. Because I love Cody Rhodes, and I almost love Jey Uso. I think Jey Uso's fantastic. Cody, up here. Jey's right about here. Still, really, really, really like them as a team and like them individually and whatnot. But this match just wasn't it. And it was probably because of, I was during Grace Waller. Sorry. Cody and Waller starts the match. Cody had the upper hand until Waller kicked Cody and tagged in Theory. Cody took Theory down and Theory tagged Waller back in. Cody tagged in Uso and killed Waller. 
Theory then landed a blind tag to get himself in the match and eventually ran into a series of punches from Uso with Uso on the apron. Theory then ran uh, Uso into a, the ring post and the show into a commercial break. Back from the break, Theory worked a chin lock on Uso inside the ring. Theory stomped on Uso repeatedly. Waller tagged in as Uso fired up. Theory cut him off. However, Waller came off the second rope with an elbow and got a two. Uso then hit an enziguri to slow things down a little bit, and Uso got the hot tag to Cody, who ran wild, popped the crowd huge, and pummeled Theory. Cody landed a power slam and a disaster kick. Waller entered the ring, and Cody hit another disaster kick. Theory hit a suplex, but Uso broke up the pin attempt. Uso hit a super, uh, some super kicks on everyone in the ring. Then they hit the Code D1D, which is the dumbest freaking name ever. He's called the Code D. They don't even get the Code D1D. No. And then Cody landed the crossroads and pin theory to retain the tag titles. Not a bad match, but nothing special at all. It was just a bare bones, solid, basic, run through your spots TV match. After the match, Jay and Cody were talking, walking to the back. Jimmy and Solo would then walk out. They go face to face. I go, oh, is this our tag title match for Crown Jewel. Roman then comes out. Cody steps over. Him and Roman go face to face. I'm like, oh, man. Oh, man. Nick Aldis would then come out. Told Cody and Roman, hey, boys. Not tonight. And the show goes to break. So I'm already liking Nick Aldis. Nick Aldis out here seeing stuff go down and immediately going out there going, nope. mm -mm. I'm taking authority and telling you, don't do it. I know you guys want to fight. I know Cody wants Roman, but I'm not going to allow it on my show. So, I'm already liking Nick Aldis as an authority figure. If this is the authority figure Nick Aldis is going to be, interjecting himself into situations that need authority, that need, hey, nah, don't. That's better than Adam Pierce. Adam Pierce would have looked at, came out there, tried to stop it. Roman would have gave him a look, and he would have went, Sorry. And ran away. Nick Aldis don't look like he's going to take any crap. <laughs> the commentary team ran down the matches for next week's show with the WWE Women's Championship on the line. Io Sky will be defending against Charlotte Flair as Santos Escobar will be going one-on-one -on -one with Montez Ford. This then led to our main event of the night. It was a 12-and-a-half-minute match. LA Knight versus Solo Sokoa. The match was good. I wouldn't call it great. But with the match itself being good, not great, the crowd heat elevated it a little more than if it was just a whatever match. So crowd loves LA Knight. I'm, there's no denying that. He's the hottest thing right now in the company. I don't know if there's anybody more hot, more over, more beloved by the fans than LA Knight. And so the two lock up, shoes the bell rings. Sokoa had the control early on with the back elbow. Sokoa then lifted Knight up for a suplex, but Knight landed on his feet and hit a neckbreaker and got a one-off of it. Sokoa took Knight down with what appeared to be a tiny bit of miscommunication between the two. Knight tried to lift Sokoa, but Sokoa was too heavy. Sokoa then hit a chop. Knight then came right back and took, down, took out Sokoa's leg. Knight then clotheslined Sokoa over the top rope, and the action spilled to the outside. 
with Knight on the apron. Knight went for a suplex, but Sokoa cut him off and ran Knight into the ring post. The show then went to its final break of the night. When the show returned, Sokoa worked Knight's neck. Knight again went for a body slam, but Sokoa just fell on Knight for a two. Sokoa landed a belly-to-belly for a two, and Sokoa then hit, a, hit what is known as a hip attack in other situations. Sokoa then went uh, back to the vice grip on the neck of LA Knight. Knight then tried to fire up, but Sokoa threw Knight into the corner. Knight countered with a bulldog from the second rope, and we got a two off of it. Knight then ran at Sokoa, but Sokoa hit him with a small and dropped and got a two of his own. Sokoa went to sit on Knight, but Knight moved to even things out. Sokoa then ran at Knight, but Knight moved, and Sokoa hit the turnbuckle twice. They traded some shots and punches and whatnot until Knight got the best of the exchange. Knight landed a clothesline and a DDT. Knight stomped a mud hole in Solo. Knight then hit a running knee. Solo lifted Knight up, but Knight got out of it, and finally, at the last minute, landed a body slam on Solo. So he kept trying, kept trying, finally got him. Knight then hit his big elbow, and the two uh, ran the ropes and took each other out with a double clothesline. All of a sudden, out comes Jimmy. Jimmy Uso would appear in the ring. The crowd's going wild, and I say, they're not going wild for Jimmy. What's going on? Oh, there he is. John Cena comes out, cuts Jimmy off. And in light of the chaos, Knight hits the BFT, the blunt force trauma, and pins Solo to pick up the victory. The match ends. LA Knight is celebrating. He turns around and boom. Spear by Roman. Roman then stands tall with the WWE Universal Heavyweight Championship over Solo or LA Knight. And that is how the show goes off the air. With Roman standing tall over a downed LA Knight. I really think that's the main event. They haven't told us, but everything's indicating LA Knight challenging Roman Reigns the WWE Undisputed Championship or Undisputed WWE Universal Heavyweight Championship or whatever they're calling it now. With that, that was SmackDown. I thought a really good show, an effective show, a newsworthy show, and a show that's building things up. Solo, Jimmy, are they challenging for the tag titles? They sure looked like a tease of it. We got Roman and uh, LA Knight. John Cena says that he needs to prove himself, and earn a shot at Roman? So is he going to get a big match at Crown Jewel that maybe a number one contenders match or something for Roman? I don't know. But intriguing things coming out of this show. Set up a tag title match for next week. And this, still no singles match for Carlito set up yet, though. I was really hoping that we would get something for this week or next week with Carlito, but we just beat him down and made him look old, which was not good. But with that, you guys know what I thought of tonight's Friday Night SmackDown. Now it's time to hear what you guys thought of tonight's Friday Night SmackDown. So with that, let's go check the polls. Let's refresh all of these. Bing, bang, boom. Or as the Twitter poll does go, 74% like tonight's SmackDown. 25%. Oh, that's interesting. This is the first time I don't think we've ever had on the Twitter poll. Zero people didn't like it. It was... 74.1% 74.1% liked SmackDown. 20, 25.9% thought it was just all right. You didn't have the hiccups all of a sudden. Looking at the Twitch poll, everybody that voted liked the show. Um, That's weird. Oh, there it goes. For some reason, the uh, YouTube community poll wasn't going. 
86% liked the liked the show. 10% thought it was just all right, and 4% didn't like it. Some of the comments here, great show overall. I liked SmackDown tonight, especially with the appearance of John Cena, Elliot Knight, Cody Rhodes, and Roman Reigns, including Triple H. Person says, loved it. Now we have GMs for Raw and SmackDown. Person says, loved it. This person says, I feel like wheelchair bit with Elton is exactly what The Miz and John Morrison should have done when Miz was hurt. Oh, yeah. Pretty Deadly does feel like a new version of the old school Miz and Morrison. Person says, great show. This person says, 8 out of 10. Person says, I like it with two new GM running the different shows. Is Nick running Blue Brand and is Nick running Blue Brand and Adam running Red Brand? Yes. Nick Aldis will be in charge of SmackDown on Fridays. Adam Pierce will be in charge of Raw on Mondays. And I assume both guys will still be at both shows as producers. As far as the YouTube live poll does go, 79% liked the show, 16% thought it was just all right, and 4% didn't like it. So with that, guys, that is going to wrap everything up, but I'm not done for the night. I'm going to go stream in a little bit. Twitch.tv forward slash Timmy Buddy. I'm going to play some Fortnite. going to play some Disney Speedstorm. Maybe do some Jackbox with the live stream as well with the, the viewers in the chat and so forth. So head over in a little bit. Twitch.tv forward slash Timmy Buddy. Come hang out. Have some fun. And chill on a Friday night. So with that, guys, I'll be back Monday here, Pro Wrestling Unlimited, for the wrestling wrap-up. And then Monday evening for Friday for Monday Night Raw. So with that, have a great night, have a great weekend, and we'll see you next time. Have a good one, guys.